Hey, you are listening to the Inspire Her podcast. My name is Farron, and I'm so excited to bring in some inspiration, some amazing guests, and give you the tools you need to live your best life. Let's learn from each other, let's support each other, and let's inspire her. All right, welcome back to the Inspire Her podcast. I am so freaking excited for tonight's episode and to record this and actually to be recording this with someone who was once a stranger but is now a super close friend of mine. Um, And so I just love social media. I love the ability to connect with people online, to find different people, you know, that we have similar interests with. And so I just love the girl empowerment and just women inspiring other women. And so my next guest is the absolute best for this. So um, I actually met Roweda online, saw her online. We had similar interests, you know, we start chatting and I just immediately fell in love with her. But the big story behind this and why I thought she would be perfect for this podcast is I watched her and I saw, you know, videos of her and she's working out and she's like this rock star. I mean, she looks amazing. She's at the gym and it was like, you want to be that girl. Like you're looking at her and you're like, I want to be, I want to be her, whatever she's doing. I want to be her. So I'm following her and we're talking. And then this story comes out that this girl And so some accolades for her is that she is a fourth degree black belt in Taekwondo, national level fighter, and ranked top three nationally, um, which most of the decade. And she said she fought at that level, which is insane to me. Um, And also, you know, for me, like I saw her in these amazing pictures um, and she was competing in fitness. And in doing that, she was in the top three each time. And in 2007, she came in third at national level. So if you just hear those accolades, you're probably like, oh my gosh, like this girl, like, you know, why would she ever want to talk to me? And as I start to get to know Roweda, turns out I meet her at a different part of her life. And at that part of her life, she actually didn't love her body. And she had like, you know, this depression and stuff going on and not loving herself. But I think it's so amazing to watch this girl go from rock star, you know, and have all of these amazing accolades to like this depressed woman and mom and where do I go from here to like beating that and coming out of it and now wanting to inspire women to do the same. So everyone, I'd love to welcome Roweda Tuma. I'm so glad that you're on here. You have to start and tell us a little bit about yourself. First of all, I am so happy and so honored that um, I'm on here with you. It's uh, it's definitely a privilege. And I was hearing you talking about all my uh, background and my athletic experience, and it it sometimes it seems surreal to me, like it was a completely different life. But I definitely know it was, it's a huge part of who I am today, and it definitely created the foundation for um, everything after that. So, I mean, you said it. I, I went from rock star athlete to new mom and I had gained a ton of weight in my first pregnancy and I definitely didn't know what to do with myself at that point and it just it was night and day it was a complete 180 I went from the fittest I can ever be my entire life with body fat percents of under 10% to over 50 pounds over my normal weight and I was completely lost and nobody tells you in your first year of being a mom you you love this blessing of a child of yours but it's a tough year to get used to your new body your new life and I think just life just 
took me down and I just didn't know what to do with myself. So that was pretty rough. Um, I basically went through that, what I call a rut. I keep referring to it as a rut because it definitely was one. Um, I was, it was as if I was a different person outside of this body who I didn't even recognize anymore. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. I definitely hated the way I looked. I never had to think about the way I looked. I took it for granted, like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And I just, I took it for granted in the past. And I realized, you know, how upset I was with myself that I let this happen. And I just was so hard on myself instead of telling myself, you know, I created life. Um, we can do this. I can, you know, I can, I can find my way back. I just, I hit, I hit a wall. I hit a wall. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And unfortunately, uh, postpartum hits me at that point. Um, I was rocking it as a mom, but I, I felt like everything around me was in shambles because emotionally I was all over the place and my mindset was definitely not where it needed to be. And I was so hard on myself because I felt like I had to be everything for everyone. I think that's a, a big thing that happens when women become moms that no one really tells you about this expectation to please everyone. And I never gave myself the permission to take care of myself. You know, that mom guilt hits, the mom guilt hits you. And I, that stayed with me for over five years before I saw some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, that's so powerful, like you said, um, like just to give yourself permission to take care of yourself. Yeah. I think that's a hard one that a lot of moms take for granted. I mean, we put ourselves on the to-do list, but we're last on the to-do list and we never get to it. You go through all of this. Like, I mean, it's so crazy. You said what body percentage were you before? Uh, I, I was under 10. I was like at eight or 9% body fat. I mean, I was getting ready for fitness shows, right? So when you're at that level, um, when you're getting on stage, there's no hiding. You're in a little bikini. So you can't, you can't have any kind of cushion anywhere. So I went from a performance-based sport to a aesthetic-based sport um, where you work really, really hard. You eat super clean and it's a huge accomplishment, but it's definitely something that tests you both mentally and physically. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. And if anyone, you know, you have to follow, follow Rowena because I mean, her pictures, you know, are incredible, you know, just, I mean, every time I see them, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and it's so cool to see you that you did that, you know, to see what your body can do. But then, so then you go and you have kids and you're in this, how do you get out of it? Like, what does it take to get out of that? Like, well, I think I'm a true believer that things happen for a reason. And I think after I had my second I was heavier. I was older. There was a bit of a wake up call because I had gestational diabetes during my pregnancy. I mean, so early on that they thought that I had it before I was pregnant and didn't know about it. They tested me and I was, it just happened to be during my pregnancy and it just forced me to eat a certain way to get moving again. And it's an obstacle, but at the end of the day, I, I really see it as a blessing because it opened my eyes again to you know, something happens when you're pregnant and you just go into like survival mode and you have to take care of this baby. But it, it essentially forced me slowly to kind of come back to the thoughts of, oh, I feel good moving again. Oh, I maybe, maybe one day I can get myself back to what I was. And all these like positive things started happening. But I just, 
didn't know how I was going to do it. At that time, I was going to the gym during my, you know, during the moments that I could. Uh, my parents would watch my, my, my son. And, you know, I did what I could. After I had my son, though, middle of winter, I didn't know how I was going to continue any of it because it's the middle of winter. And here in Montreal, it's really, really cold and there's lots of snow. And I just didn't know how I was going to do it. I, want, I, I really, that will to want to come back started to fester again in my heart and in my soul. I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And then this is kind of like where we, we met. It was, the, it was so crazy how, again, things happened for a reason. And we started talking and then, you know, you introduced me to all kinds of amazing girls. We had made all these amazing friendships in this community of girls, which was Something I actually never had my entire life. I was athletic most of my life. I didn't even think I wanted it until I had it. And I had all these amazing women around me that, you know, we support each other. We're, we're like, you know, we're, we're celebrating each other's wins. We're picking each other up. And I feel like meeting those women and seeing what else is out there and what other options are out there, it just opened my eyes to what can be done. And I, let myself dream again. And I started creating these big goals. And this is stuff that I kept quiet for a long time. And they were dormant. I didn't dream. I didn't really, I had goals corporately. I have a corporate position and I kept mouth going up that ladder, but life-wise I stopped dreaming. And all of this moment and kind of slowly coming back and experiencing these new things and meeting these new people that I've never met before was amazing. It completely changed my perspective and opened my eyes. And I feel like for the first time in years, I was able to breathe again. If that makes any sense. I know sometimes it sounds weird, but it's exactly that feeling that I had. I just surrounded myself with people that I wanted to be around that made me better. Yeah. No, that's a real, I feel, I totally feel you on that. And I feel like that's been a common theme of definitely this podcast and just meeting inspiring women is there's not one inspiring woman or woman that we've met that is says I do it alone. Like that everybody is like, no, I, I do it with other people. We empower each other. And I just love that. Yeah, it, that's, it, it is. It's something really inspirational. And, and, and I feel like I'm so lucky to have um, so many amazing people around me. You know, it, it's really, it's, it's a, it's, it's a process. And I think it's a puzzle full of a lot of pieces that make this work. But I feel like, all of this, I went from like rockstar athlete to completely in a rut and overweight and now well on my way to get back to um, the shape that I want to be in. And it doesn't even look like what it used to look like in the past. It's completely changed, but I really feel it has to do with my mindset. And my mindset today is the healthiest it's been in my entire life. You know, my motivations today to be healthy and to stay active and to be fit and to look fit are so different than what they used to be 10 years ago when I was still competing, just night and day. And I, and for that, I'm grateful. And it started, and this is going to sound nuts, but it started with forgiving myself for what I thought I did to myself, where I got to and the rut I was in, it was a complete blame game, but to myself, I didn't have these excuses that a lot of people may have I blamed myself for letting myself get there and I had to forgive myself for me to move forward and I think that was a turning point and it started happening you know once I met these amazing women coming from all kinds of backgrounds really opening my eyes to a whole other feelings and life and potential and now some big goals coming up in 
2018, so 2018, I'm in the wrong century, <laughs> 2020, 2020, um, you know, for me, I, I, I didn't think I would ever do this again, but just because this summer, I'm actually going to attempt to get back on stage for my 40th. I'm turning 40 in June. Oh and in July, yeah, I know it's crazy. And then in July, I'm, my goal is to get back on the fitness stage just for one, just one show. I just want to be able to have that goal and prove to myself that I can do that with two kids and working and all that stuff and just get back there. And just, it's a really, really personal goal, but I think it's a, it's one that's going to be a lot of fun to work towards. I know. I am so proud of you and so excited. Um, but you know, this brings up, you know, if, if someone was listening and they're, uh, you know, prior athlete, you know, who, what would you recommend for someone who is, you know, who was an athlete, they go through this rut, you know, whether they had a kid or they just gained weight or they stop being themselves, like what is the first step you would recommend for someone to get back on the horse? Well, I want, I would like that athlete to know that they're, and this is something that took me a long time is understanding that they don't have to fit their current life status into what used to work for them. You know, we go through years of being conditioned and spending hours and hours in the gyms and in the um, sports clubs that we belong to. And we're, we're doing the same things over and over again to get stronger for our sports. And then we know nothing else. And I feel like in the future selves, when life is different, we're busy, we work full time, we have our kids, we're trying to still force our lives into a mold that doesn't fit anymore. So I, a big thing is, is to open your minds and your hearts to seeing what else is there. What's your goal? Set your goal. Just like you set any goal in your life, any competitive goal, any life goal, any career goal, you set your goal and figure out with your life today, how are you going to get there the most, the best way possible that's sustainable. Because you can say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym every single day and you do it for like two weeks. And then you realize, oh, this doesn't work for me. My kids go to sleep at this time. By the time I can go, it's eight o'clock. I don't have the energy. We keep force as athletes, especially, especially former athletes. They remember what it was and they sometimes think it can continue to be that way. You can no longer give the same time and energy. You need to find another way. And that's the part I have a hard time with. We don't know a lot of other ways and we don't think other ways are going to work for us, but it's so not true. And so you just have to really be open-minded and open-hearted to be able to feel and experience other things. I love that. I love that so much because I feel like in, I guess in all steps of our life, you know, whenever we want what we had, we think we need to, you know, be who we were, but that's just not possible. Right. Right. I think we, sometimes we don't realize that, we never really change who we are, but we evolve in the different stages of life. So we need to adapt to that, number one, before everything else, or we're going to be miserable. And I think that's part of the reason why I was so stuck. I kept trying to force something that wasn't working for me anymore, and I kept failing at it because it wasn't working for me. And I kept failing, and I kept failing. And you know, for a former athlete, especially at this level, you're not used to feeling like this. So every hit, every blow, every failure was detrimental. You're just, you get knocked out and it's really hard to stand up again. Yeah, I totally get that. So here you are, you get your, you know, you get your mind right. I feel like, you know, a big part of this too is like you mentally. So what do you do mentally to prepare for getting back in the game? 
Well, first of all, I, uh, I started writing things down, which I never used to do. And, and I'm not talking, I'm not very organized. I'm probably one of the most disorganized people I know, but when it comes to goals, I started to write them down and I started to put them in a calendar and started to work backwards. So let's say this show that I'm going to do in July, it's a big goal for me. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take mental work, physical work, all kinds. And I just worked it backwards to create these mini goals towards that bigger goal. And I feel like for me, it's a process that's working. It breaks it down so it doesn't seem so huge anymore because I haven't been in that world in a long time. So it's a step-by-step process to get me to that point. I think no matter what your objective is, it's so important to visualize it. And so for me, a key thing is to write it down, to visualize it, and to just, you know, and be in the moment. I think this is something I never experienced even in my most athletic, most fit days as I wasn't really in the moment. I always had the next competition in my mind. And today, that's not at all my mindset. It's living today. What is, that's why I work my goals backwards. And then I live in the moment. And I, and, I, and I savor every single day and every single process, the good days, the bad days, the ugly days. And I just live it, which, you know, there's a lot of my competitive career that I don't remember a lot of because I was so into this bubble of mine that I, I wasn't living in that same moment. I was so busy looking too far ahead. And today, that's not the case. So it's really being in the moment. It's visualizing. It's writing things down. So, it, it, so it's real. So it's real and you're living your best life. I love that. I love that so much. Okay. So what I am truly inspired by you is that you not only have done all of this, have, you know, kind of taken back your life and, and kind of, you know, beaten this depression and just really, I I mean, I love everything about it, but what I most love is that it seems like now you are, your goal is to inspire other women to do the same. And I think that's incredible. So tell me about that. Like, how are you inspiring other women? Like, what is your main goal? Well, when I, um, when I started back you know, after we had met and I kind of started, when I started meeting all the, the girls and I started like going day by day and, and working towards finally getting myself healthy again, I promised myself that if I can just get through this, if I can get just through this, you know, the first program or my first mini transformation or whatever, some kind of accomplishment that I wanted to pay it forward. It was so important for me. At that point, when I said that to myself, I hadn't gone over anything yet. I was just starting off. I, I, I was still feeling like I was drowning. I was literally drowning. And so when I, I, I did, I remember the day I promised this to myself. And I said, if, if, if I can get myself through this, I need to help other women get through this. I would be doing them a disservice if I wasn't giving my all to help them get through this. And this was, you know, I, I just... It's funny, you came into my life at a stage where I absolutely needed to meet you, you know, and it was so funny because I feel like that, that happens and I want to be that person for other people. I want to be that light for other people and I want to be able to show other women that just because you had kids, your life is not over. You can take care of you and it's okay to take care of you because you will better serve others if you take care of you. And I think that's the part, we, you know, this whole mom guilt thing that you, you know, you don't let yourself take care of yourself. And that's the worst thing we can do for ourselves. We think we're doing it for, for our family members, sacrificing ourselves, but ultimately it's the worst thing we can do. And I feel like I need to be that voice for those women. And I need to show them that there is a way that you can take care of your family and take care of you at the same time. So it's absolutely a mission of mine and, uh, and letting them know that 
it's okay to want to be sexy again. It's okay to want to be strong. It's okay to want to be fit. I, there's a stigma behind some of these words because we're moms, but that shouldn't be the case. And I really want to be that light for some, some women out there. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. And just hearing you say that, like, is just inspiring all over again, just, you know, to, to want to do that for other people. And I feel like, you know, what you're doing is so selfless because, you know, you, you put out the hard stuff and you're putting out like, you know, the things that we don't always want to talk about, but you're doing it, you know, selflessly. So others know that they can. And I just think that's so incredible. Thank you. So, okay. So if, somebody wanted to follow you. So, and I say this, not if they want to follow you, like you have to follow Roweda because I mean, she seriously is just, her kids are all over her, you know, when she's working at, like they're like in the background, she's still doing it. Like this mama is pumping some iron. Like, you know, it's just, it's so awesome to watch, but then she makes time to like, tell you what she's doing, tell you what recipes. I mean, really giving so much value and just following her, you know, it's just, it's seriously amazing. So, um, where are all the places that people can follow you? So there's three places, um, Instagram for the first and my, one of my favorites, um, it, it's under Verweda Tuma Fitness. So you just plug that in and you'll see me, my page, my stories. I'm on there all the time. So I get to really uh, share, you know, the process with you and bring you into my world. Um, you can also join me on Facebook, uh, Rueda Tuma Fitness as well. Uh, and of course, there's my blog at www.ruedatumafitness.com. All right. So a lot of Rueda Tuma Fitness. You can find yes. her. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> but I really think this would be such a great time just to like I'm, I feel like I need to like star you and make sure I follow you all over again, over and over because I mean, just to watch this journey from you to going to, you know, to getting back on stage. I mean, like that is going to be a fun journey to watch. Oh, it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be, I think for the first time I'm actually going to have a ton of fun getting there and I can't wait. I can't wait to live it. I really can't wait to live it. Well, you know, that's a question before we get off is that, you know, this time when you're preparing for on stage, you're like kind of going to be open about everything and like taking people mm -hmm. through the journey. But I'm guessing that probably looks a lot different than when you used to like prepare. It does. It really does. I, you know, I came out of the, the fitness world, right? So it's a lot of times and I, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced this and, and to note, I'm, I'm, I'm a certified personal trainer. I just you know, I chose other avenues to be able to share my passion for fitness, but um, it's a lot of the all or nothing game. In my past life, um, it was hardcore and it is hardcore. It definitely you have to eat extremely clean. You have to work out on the regular and it's, it's a very tough process. This time around, I get to do the same thing, but I get to have a lot, I allow myself to get the diversity of different kinds of trainings and allow myself to just let my body feel everything and go through everything. I'm going to need to eat absolutely as clean, but at least with my workouts, it's, um, it's going to be really, really diverse. And I love that. And also, uh, with, even with my nutrition as clean as it is today, I, there's a lot more options out there that I have versus before where it was like dry chicken um, you know, just brown rice. And it was what I would eat every single day. Whereas today I can get to that same goal, but with way more food options, way more recipe options. So I'm definitely going to enjoy the nutrition process a lot more than I did originally. 
because that was the tough part for me. Well, you know, I think this is going to be like seriously incredible. And you're really onto something here because if you can, you know, show a different way, you know, to make this not so boring, maybe more people would, you know, kind of go for their goals or their fitness goals if they knew they weren't restricted. I feel like when you hear of getting on stage or trying to, you know, look your absolute best, you know, you think boring food, you know, and not happy, but you're like changing the game on this. Oh, for sure. And I'm going to do most of this, if not all of it, from my basement. That's another thing, which is definitely not what I did before. I would spend a lot more time at the gym with certain machines. And you know what? There's a function for everything. There's a purpose for everything. And it absolutely works either way. But part of me proving this to myself is proving with my new lifestyle today. And this new way of new, it's been two years, but this new way of um, keeping myself healthy can take me to a point where I can achieve some big goals. So it's, it's really a big challenge to myself because I know I can do it using this avenue. Now I'm going to prove it. Oh my God. I love all this. It makes me so excited. What now when is your like day one of completely starting this? Oh, I, I started, I started, okay. um, I started Christmas Eve. This is so crazy. So I started the process Christmas Eve and everyone thought I was crazy that I didn't tell a lot of people at the time, but the few people that knew thought I was absolutely nuts because they're like, it's Christmas. It's New Year's. Are you crazy? So what I did is I started New Year's Eve. I did let myself, um, you know, enjoy life, indulge um, during the holidays, but very strategically, I did start my nutrition plan at that point. So on Christmas, I let myself, you know, feast with the family. New Year's Eve as well, we hosted. I let myself enjoy the time, but I've been being very careful with um, my nutrition since, um, giving myself one cheat a week where I'm able to whatever I want to have for one meal. And then as the, as the weeks go by and as the months go by, I'm going to tweak as I go along, but I've got some amazing nutrition plans at my disposal that I can just tweak and play with. Um, that's definitely going to help me get to my goal. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. Now for anyone, when you go to follow her, the I think the coolest thing is you can basically like Roweda puts together, um, you know, I think fitness groups and all that fun stuff. So you can basically train with her. So you're not keeping this all to yourself. This is like, Hey, you, we, we can have Roweda's body too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work towards it together. <laughs> Yeah, I love that because, you know, I think this is so real and um, awesome. I can't, you know, how many people that we follow, you know, on Instagram and Facebook and we're like, oh my gosh, look at them. But like, you can legit do this with Roweda, which I think is so cool. Like, this is what, you know, you're very open book. Like, this is what I'm eating. This is what I'm doing. Like, this is what's helped me get to my goals. And so, you know, you're very real. You're very honest. Your mama too. It's not easy but you make it happen. And I, I Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're incredible. You're freaking incredible. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So everyone, I hope that you follow Roweda. You know, if you listen to this tag Roweda tag us, I mean, just really, I love spreading the word of empowering other women. And, um, and I know anytime I message Roweda, she always writes me right back. So message her, follow her journey in July. You're going to have the best like a most awesome transformation picture, you know, it's going to be so cool. I can't wait. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on Roweda. You're seriously the best. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Farron. All right, everyone. I'll see you later. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Inspire Her podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends, tag me on Instagram, Insta Stories, or Facebook, and let's inspire her together.